So I had this random thought. Have you ever looked in your bank account and you see your available balance, but then you see something else that's called the pending balance? Say for example, you're waiting for that good deposit to hit, but it's still pending. So you see what your account could look like once it hits, but those funds are not available to you right now. Why would you even show me that? That's money that I cannot use. It reminds me of that commercial one. It's like, it's my money and I want it now, but I can't have it now because it's still pending. That is exactly how I feel about the talking phase of dating because it's just like a pending relationship. So you see the potential of where the relationship could go and all the possibilities that could come with it, but it's not exactly yours yet. I hate being stuck in this in-between phase. Now, don't get me wrong, the talking phase can be useful if it's done properly. It can help you weed out all the men who are unavailable for the type of love that you have to offer. But other times, manipulators will just use this to their advantage and they'll play the field and then they'll hit you with that infamous, oh, we not together. Mm. <laughs> Let me tell you about how crazy I am. You better not ever... <laughs> in your life tell me that we are not together okay even if it's true i know that you know that everybody in the surrounding situation knows that but you better not ever say that to me because i will absolutely take it too far choose violence if you want to because i'm the type i'll start dating your dad i'll make him love me and then guess who's going to replace you in the wheel it's me yes all because you wanted to play these little games and tell me that we weren't together yeah, so it was cute for you to be texting other people in front of me. And then when I asked you what's going on, you like, well, we not together, so I can go out with whoever I want to. Okay, I can go out with whomever I want to, too, including your pops. Side note, dear future husband, come get me. You see how I'm on here having imaginary fight with somebody that I'm not even talking to. I'm not even in a talking phase, but I'm going off on somebody about a potential talking phase that I could be in if they told me that we were not together. All because you are not here to get me. Why haven't we crossed paths yet? Or have we crossed paths? It's something I said, huh? You follow me on social media and you like, mm, Lord, give me strength because I don't know. Like I know, but I don't know because she's reckless. I feel you. I'm gonna leave you alone because I understand I'm a lot to handle. But still, I think that I would be better if you were here to kind of help me stop going off on certain things that I go off on. I wouldn't have any of these issues if you were just here loving me i'm sitting here trying to respect honor adore and submit to you but you're nowhere to be found and now i feel like you're making it be my fault and i just don't understand but you know what let me because now i'm mad at you i'm sorry babe love you my bad see i apologize i'm not one of those chicks that doesn't apologize but hurry up okay because we might have beef and i haven't even met you yet I don't like where we're at right now. We need to reconcile. We need a resolution and I can't resolve it by myself. So bring yourself. All right, let me get back on track. Okay, the talking phase. I do not like it, obviously. I don't like being in limbo. And I'm pretty sure since I don't like it, there's a few of my followers that do not like it either. So I am going to give you a couple of tips that I think will help you navigate the talking phase so that the final outcome will be pleasing to you. All right, tip number one, make him take you on real dates. 
dates that require real clothes and reservations. House dates, they can be cute and intimate after the proper relationship has been established and a significant amount of time has been invested. But when you're first getting to know somebody, house dates are unacceptable because it can quickly go from you exchanging numbers to exchanging bodily fluids. Then after that, what's left? If he doesn't have to spend time with you, if he doesn't have to listen to random stories about your grandmama and, you know, what happened to you when you was five and how you used to ride on the school bus. Women, we be talking about random stuff. They don't be wanting to hear it. They really don't. They just be like, man, she cute. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to see what she looked like without them clothes. And we be talking to them and they don't be liking it, but they'll pay attention because there's an end goal. But if we already give them the end goal, then who's going to listen to our stories about our grandma? We've already heard it. We don't want to hear the story no more. He don't want to hear it. He trying to get you in them sheets. And if you let him, what's left? So all I'm saying is stop making it easy for him to succeed with only doing the bare minimum. My second piece of advice is to actually talk. Now, I know I just got on you about talking too much, but I want you to let him talk. So maybe this piece of advice should be called listen. <laughs> talk a little bit, but for the most part, I need you to listen. It's easy to fall in love with yourself when you're talking about yourself because you're already dope, right? So if you're sitting there and you're on a date and you're talking about everything that you've been through and just all the stuff that's going on in your life and then you happen to have a good meal, you're like, oh, I just went on the best day ever. Did you or did you just sit there and eat and talk about yourself? You don't know who this man is. He might look good, but you don't know anything about him. You don't know nothing about his past relationships. You don't know anything about his intentions with you. At this point, he's just a prop. He's a dinner napkin with a suit on. And now you done fell in love with somebody that you know absolutely nothing about. Some guys have mastered this because they're not good people, but they're good daters. And what I mean by that, they'll take you to a dope place. They'll have you at a really good concert or they'll fly you out somewhere for a special event and then you'll be dazzled by the experience and you're sitting there thinking that you like him, but no, you like what y'all did. You love the concert performer. You like flying first class to go to championship games. So make sure that you sit there and listen and see what he's actually talking about. Listen to his views on relationships. How does he treat the waiter? How does he treat the person at the valet? Does he do valet? Or does he park all the way in Timbuktu, make you walk all the way to the restaurant, and then not even hold the door open for you? These are things that you need to pay attention to. The whole point of dating is trying to find out who this person is and if he will be compatible with you. So you can't do that if you're doing all the talking. Sit back a little bit, see what he's about, and then see if you would like to move forward. And on that thought, that brings me to my last recommendation on how to navigate the talking phase, which is to trust your gut. Just that scenario that I was just talking about. He parks far, makes you walk up to the front, and then doesn't even hold the door open to you. Do you really think that this man likes you or is gonna treat you with respect or if he's just trying to see what he can get out of you? We can feel when things aren't right. It's called women's intuition. Trust her, please her. If you deserve better, go get it. If you know you're being taken for granted, leave him in a dusty horse that he rode in on and go get somebody else. Don't stay in something just because you hope things will get better because they rarely do. We've discussed on my page several times that it doesn't take a man long to know if he wants you or not. So if it's been six months and he's just kind of weighing his options, you need to make the decision for him and leave because he's playing games. 
I think within the first month, he knows if you're the one or not. If a significant amount of time has passed and he hasn't made you his girlfriend, you're just a placeholder. And by that, I mean that he's just kind of waiting. You might be cute. You know what I'm saying? You got a few things about him, especially if you let him hit. Like, he definitely not about to let you go then. He's like, okay, she's cute. I can smash her every now and then. You know, I have fun with her, but she's not the one. So I'm just keep her around until I find the one. And then I'll just slip away ever so slightly. Nah, sir, you gonna get the wrong one one day. You gonna get the wrong one, okay? So don't be a placeholder. And you know when you feel in placeholder vibes, you know when they only call you when it's convenient for them. You know they only hit you with the come through or can I come through text, you know. But the crazy thing that gets me is even though we know, we decide to stay anyway. Why is that? Sometimes it's fear of being lonely. Other times it's a fear that we'll get a brand new dude and then he'll end up hurting us even more than the last one did. There's a fear of letting go. And then there's also a fear of the unknown. There's all these what ifs. Fear is running your life and you're staying in these horrible situations because of fear. But 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and of love and of sound mind. So my please her tip of the day is to take your power back. Don't let these little boys play with you, okay? Love yourself enough to stop talking yourself into ignoring red flags and have a sound mind to avoid the talking phase maze. I'm sure I'll have more to say about this topic as cuffing season continues. But for now, don't mess with any dude that's trying to keep you in the talking phase for teen years. Tell him to talk to Jesus, not you, because you don't have the time. Jesus will sit there and listen to you, but me, on the other hand, I will skedaddle, okay? I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks again for rocking with me. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you'll never miss out on any of my shenanigans. Until next time, remember the mantra, please hurt or please lead. All right, bye.